Hey, Marita, what's your inner monologue telling you today? That I need to choose between eating, showering, and sleeping because I can't do all three in one day. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Inner Momologue. I'm Moretta Ryan. I'm Kamal Rubison. And I'm Barbara Davidson. So this week on the pod, we're going to be talking about uh, work-life balance. But first, I hear somebody uh, created a karaoke <laughs> bar where there wasn't a karaoke bar before. So Barbara, I don't know, are you still hungover or what's, what's tell us all about it. I mean, you know, mum life and all that jazz. I don't know how um, how people can go and drink and then look after a two-year-old child. I'm not entirely sure I want to do this ever, ever again. However, yes, I am. Um, I went out. It was a bit of a special occasion yesterday, so we went out, um, and I was met. I met up with quite a few of my of my friends that I've not seen out in a while. And uh, you know, one drink led to another, one cocktail led to another. Um, and we went out for dinner and um, ended up in this really nice little kind of brewery bar in Brisbane, just in the middle of nowhere, really, but close to where we all live. Um, and there wasn't too many people in. And they were starting to wind down for the evening. And, you know, it was eight o'clock, but it had been kind of like a day session. And um, I was I was talking to my friend about, you know, um, karaoke songs. And he was saying that his is king of the road and he loves that because it, it can really speak to him and people can actually genuinely believe that he's in that position <laughs> um, and then he asked me what my karaoke song was and I said it was Gangster's Paradise and of course. <laughs> he then said I, I don't really see you as that so it's not very believable and I was so you know after a few drinks um I I maintained that you know I I could be that person and and I would show him but you know oh, thankfully it wasn't a karaoke bar so I wasn't going to be able to and then all of a sudden um, a microphone came out of nowhere and um, <laughs> there was some kind of playlist happening through the speakers of this brewery and um, I got asked up by the owner of the bar to come up and sing um, and all my group of friends around the table were like Barbara. Barbara and clapping me on and you know after a few drinks you kind of can't say no right and I was like this isn't even a karaoke bar and it's Gangster's Paradise there's no words what on earth are you gonna do <laughs> so of course I stood up and went to the bar and grabbed the microphone and was like well I'm invested now <laughs> gotta keep doing it but not only do I have to remember the words I also have to make it really believable because that's the whole point of this exercise right oh, no so, white girl went gangster oh I tried <laughs> I really tried <laughs> and all I remember is me and my hands were just trying to make signals and I don't even know and um, she's yeah, in a gang so now <laughs> I <laughs> I, I started off, you know, as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow of the valley of death. That's how good it is. Yeah, I can't even remember what happened. That's sober. how I'm feeling today. And you're sober now. Sober, yeah. <laughs> sober. Head's a bit fuzzy. Thankfully for me, though, um, another good friend of mine, he um, decided to record the entire <laughs> the entire thing. Um, and, you know, so when I stopped after the end of the song, I stopped. And um, thankfully, my friend, he, he said to me, 
okay, I actually genuinely do believe you a little bit. That was really, really good. So ultimately, I feel like I won. And then this morning when I woke up a little bit cloudy, um, my friend, other friend texts me the video. Um, and I've just had that hangover guilt that you feel the day after, the day before. Um, and I haven't quite managed to watch it. I've just not got the courage to because I just, oh man, just thinking about some of my dance moves <laughs> I just don't oh, have it in we me. We need to see that video. This sounds. Oh, I, we won't share it. We promise. Yeah, I'm but sure, we need I'm sure. to this see it. This is probably something that's going to go on the social media page, and that's yeah. I feel like yeah, we're just going to have to. I'm going. I'm going to personally have to come up with the courage to watch it first um, before that gets released to anyone. But I say that I don't know who my friends also say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been one of those, you know, things oh. that you were just cc'd in. There's 18 <laughs> yeah. other people that now have it. Yeah, forward so I'm gonna is your contacts? To, yeah, I'm gonna have to check YouTube. <laughs> yeah, sure oh, that's a good idea. Um, yes, that's my yeah. So I made a karaoke bar that wasn't a karaoke bar, and um, yeah, try to try to um, try to be coolio, really. Barbara the it. badass. I love it. And you know what? Um, I I just looked it up. You know how old Gangsters Paradise is? Oh, it's like it's got to be like 94, 95, right? Yeah, it's twenty five years old. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and it's still a cracking karaoke song. Well, right? that's, I yeah, like, that's it just it. A good one. You get everyone into it, you know, like um spending most of their lives. There you yeah. go. You don't even need to watch it. You've got a live reenactment right there. That so, is true. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I still need the video proof. You can do whatever you want right now, but I still need the video proof. Carmel, what's oh. your what's your karaoke song? Um Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, good Ooh. one. No, it, it's funny as uh, Barbara was telling us about the video, there's actually been an event in my life where no one videoed it and I'm completely and Aww. utterly shocked. Aww. I went to um, a wedding a few years back of um, a couple of good friends of mine, um, both managers in the company that I work for, and um, the groom. Um, another manager and myself did an interpretive dance in the wee hours of the morning to Bohemian Rhapsody. So there wasn't as much singing as there was mm. dancing for her as she sat in a beautiful bridal gown in a chair in the middle wow. of the dance floor while God knows what we did. I'd completely forgotten about it until people started telling me about it the next day. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're hard stories to hear sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> I did what? Oh, crazy. Well, we're at that point now, a few years down the track, where we're going, I really wish someone had videoed yeah. that. I'd love to see that now. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Yeah, we've got a little bit thicker skin now, right? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe in a couple of years' time, I'll show you the, the video of last night. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's our time frame that we're, we're working with. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I can respect that. <laughs> I cannot remember the last time that I did karaoke, but I remember that, oh man, I must've been like late teens, early twenties. Um, I'm not going to do the math on that one, but I remember that at the time, um, my, my, and I'm using finger quotes here, my jam, um, (laughs) was, um, was, oh God, was holla back girl. (laughs) Oh, but it's Gwen Stefani. Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. I really wish I'd got to see that too. Oh. To bring it back memories. Well, you know what? The next time we finally get together, um, yeah, we need to just arrange yeah. for a, 
an Uber. <laughs> I've never, ever actually done karaoke. In all honesty, never what? done karaoke. Never. Like, but I feel like that if, if I was to do proper karaoke, I would actually have to pick Shoop, I think. Oh, that's a good one. The yeah. great yeah. one. Yeah. I yeah. Yesterday, when people were asking me about it, I was going to tell them my original karaoke song, so I did because I tried to lie that it wasn't Gangster's Paradise, and I said the Shoop Shoop song, and everyone thought it was that Shoop Shoop Doo song that you're ta- that yeah. I think you're talking about. Oh, you're talking and about like old school share. Share. Yeah. yeah. How good is that as a karaoke song? Um, also, it would be again. That works. That works. Mm. Carmel, what uh, what did you do this week? Well. I'm actually quite proud of what I did this week. I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm proud of um, my smaller human. He made a decision uh, by himself on Sunday last week that he wanted to get fitter and healthier. Good for him. No, it's it's been Maybe. a long couple of years in the in the house. Um, so he wanted to be um, be a bit fitter before he went back to school, and so. He decided that he was going to be very conscious about what he was eating and that he was going to start actively working out every day. We have not missed a day yet. We have gone out every morning and we have gone for a jog slash walk. We walk for a bit and then we see a tree in the distance go, okay, got to run to that tree and we run to that tree and then we walk it off. And I'm super proud. And he's he's set a goal that we need to make it around our lake by um, mid-November. So, Fingers crossed we get there, but I'm super proud. He's, he's eating really well, you know. We, we did. We had takeout on Friday. He said, can we have one night a week where it's a naughty night? I'm like, absolutely you can. So we had we had Chinese takeout on Friday night and he had he did have a chocolate. Well, we, we did have a chocolate pudding. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. But other than that, we've been super, super good. So Aww, I'm very proud of him. Good for him. That's amazing. Keep, yeah. us, keep us up to date with that because, you know, staying power is the most important. And yeah. You know what? I've I've been thinking on more than one occasion that I that I need to lose some, you know, one or two or twenty kilos. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I that uh, that story's kind of got me feeling like I need to I need to start something too. Well, let me tell you, I saw scales for the first time yesterday um, in a very very long time, and I'm, they're broken. They're wrong. They're, yeah, like, yeah. There's no wrong. there's no way. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did somebody yep. step on the back of it or? <laughs> what a, what a refund these scales are wrong yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> they're faulty they're faulty yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> all right well, well let's great. um let's leave it there we'll be we'll be back in just a minute where we're talking about work-life balance see you soon Welcome back. So we're talking about work-life balance today. Um, Work-life balance is a phrase that's been tossed around a lot, but really it was born out of a shifting attitude about work being your primary focus in life. Um, I'm going to generalize here, but this was largely based on the baby boomers who were the quintessential, you know, workaholics. Um, these were the these were the folks that tended to sacrifice time with family, uh, vacations, hobbies, etc., in favor of working long hours to get ahead. So it was really Gen X that started shifting away from that mentality and started, you know, to understand the role of mental health and, and you know, what role that played um, in this juggling act, really. Um, now, the phrase work-life balance isn't meant to, you know, devalue hard work or imply that your career isn't important. Um, I can't, you know, speak for you guys. Well, actually, I probably can because I work with you, but like, <laughs> we really love our jobs. 
you know, that's, yeah, it's, 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 it is an important part of our life. So, um, yeah, it's not about your career not being important, but there's just a greater understanding nowadays of the negative impact that a soul focus on work at the exclusion of all else can have. Um, so it's about giving time to those non-work things in our lives that also give us fulfillment and happiness. Like, you know, our kids sometimes, um, (laughs) our hobbies, other passions, et cetera, et cetera. So like ladies, how, how's, how do you rate your ability to maintain a work-life balance, Barbara? Uh, if I'm being very honest, uh, it's something I definitely struggle with. Um, mm. You know, prior to having children, I was definitely a bit of a workaholic. You know, prior to having children and being in a relationship, I was a workaholic. I just had me to answer for. So I could just go and I worked in retail and I, I got my bonus because I, I put in probably a lot more hours than I, I probably should have. Um, and I think, you know, coming back from mat leave, I've still got that kind of mentality that that's what I need to do to, to get ahead. But actually taking that step back and thinking about it, it's not, it's not necessarily about how many hours I put in it. So it's about the, what I actually get done in those hours. And um, I think, you know, your priorities definitely change once you have, you know, once you're in a relationship and once you do have children. And I think, um, yeah, I'm definitely still, still trying to work it out but I think one of my biggest things is definitely being able to to say no and that's something I have learned is say being able to say no um in other kind of social instances and and certain work things too you know being able to to not do everything and not not be everything to everybody and and do all the things that I used to do you've got to kind of go okay what is important and you know spending time with my child when she's in daycare eight, 10 hours a day, mm. five days a week, that's, that's got to take priority. Right. So I think that's, that's probably one of my opportunities for sure. I totally understand that. And, you know, I wonder because what a lot of what you said kind of resonated with me and I, I, I saw myself reflected in it. Um, but I'm just wondering, do you guys think it's a female thing um, to, to have that workaholic nature where, you know, you want to be everything to everyone, you want to be needed, you want to make sure that everybody's satisfied, that kind of a thing? It's an interesting one. Um, I know that before I went back from mat leave, I had a big chat with my partner about it because he, um, he was obviously, he, he's always worked full time and he would come back and I still thought it was really important um, for him to bath my daughter and change a nappy when he got home just so he was also spending that time and when I then started going full-time I then had to work that into my my kind of routine as well making sure you kind of have that equal equal say and equal part but um I think he he I think he's the same though like I'm quite lucky in that he definitely has those same I guess challenges and and he puts a lot on himself because you know and maybe this is probably going to sound quite general as well as he has that kind of, you know, I'm the man and, you know, the breadwinner because I wasn't making money when I was on mat leave as well. So it's, it had, to, we had to kind of come to some kind of compromise too. So but he, he does, he's, he's so great and he, he does his fair share over and above what he, he needs to. Um, but yeah, it's a hard thing. He definitely takes it upon himself to be, to yeah, pushing himself a little bit more. Well, and yeah, that's probably his attempt at, a work-life balance, right? Mm. Yeah. Carmel, yeah. how are you at uh, maintaining a work-life balance? That is a, a super interesting question. Um, Thank you. moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I thought of it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, and it, for most of us, because, well, people who have the ability to work from home have been working from home now mm. for, for the last couple of years and finding, making sure that I go, okay, it's time to switch my computer off now and walk away. Mm. Sometimes not so easy because it's, you know what, I could get this done in the next 40 minutes, an hour. I, I could get this done. I can get this done. Oh, my God, I should have had dinner on the table five minutes ago. Yeah. Mm. So it, it, it's making that conscious choice of I, I need to go, okay, it's five o'clock, it's time to cook and be mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in saying that, having the ability to work from home has given me the ability to have more time with my child as well. So there's sort of that extra bit of life balance that's been thrown in there mm. that wasn't there before. You know, and now with you know, with so much homeschooling and whatnot, it's, you know, okay, cool. He says, lunchtime, I go, cool, lunchtime. And I actually take a lunch break when he's at home. Oh, that's I, nice. I cook something, we yeah. sit down together, we have, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, at the table and then I get back to it. So it's made me do things like that. Whereas, you know, days where he might be going and staying at his dad's for a day or two, I'll still make something and shovel it into my mouth as I'm, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> one hand on the keyboard, mid- the other yeah. on a utensil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or one of those ones, you know, Ooh, I, if I eat during this meeting, I could just turn my, you know, my, <laughs> my mic and my camera off and I'm sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just uh, remember from personal experience, sometimes you think you turned your mic off and you didn't. <laughs> and then you yell out in the middle of a meeting. <laughs> I was on, I was on yeah. a rather large call that had, um, it was about 150 people on it the other day. And I think I checked, I looked up at my screen and checked that my mic and my camera are off about 15 times in a 10 minute period <laughs> while I shoveled food into my goal. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, back to back to your original point, um, because I was thinking about this as well, technology being both a blessing and a curse when it comes to um, the work-life balance, because, you know, back when we didn't have a computer in our pocket in the shape of a phone, you know, you, mm-hmm. you just stayed at work for 12 hours. You know, yeah. like seven to seven and you, you could miss your kids completely. You know, you leave before they leave, you get home after they're in bed, et cetera, et cetera. And so in theory, you know, having that technology and being able to carry your workplace around with you allows you to be at home a little bit more often. But yeah. then mm. the question remains, how involved, how like alert and and committed to you know whatever's going on in the home are we when we've got our phone in the back pocket like mm-hmm. um like you know carmel you were just saying that you like <laughs> j- just just before the record you're like oh i can just answer this email this is fine this is fine and yeah email. like this is obviously pre-recorded <laughs> yeah. so it's 10 o'clock at night right now and <laughs> so well out of work hours and carmel yeah. and i 100 percent of the time do it as well oh i can i can just add I, I just, I'll answer it really quick. No problem. No problem. I'm here. It was there. It was quick. Yeah. And I don't have to think about it tomorrow morning. Yes. Yes. Mm. You kind of prioritize, you sacrifice yeah. the time now mm-hmm. 
but you're going to spend the exact same amount of time during work hours doing it tomorrow. It's, it's, it's just this arbitrary, you know, crossing it off the list. <laughs> you do make an excellent point. <laughs> but I crossed it off my list and it is not my issue tomorrow morning. Yes, that's true. That's true. Well, following up with the additional people that I need to follow up with regarding the email will happen tomorrow morning. <laughs> Because, you know, it might not be a great idea for me to email them at 10 o'clock at night. Um, so reminding myself to do it, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but then that's interesting as well because you do something tonight to cross it off so you don't have to do it tomorrow, but it's not as if you're going to make that time back up tomorrow, right? You're going to find mm. something else to fill that time in um, because it's, it's, you know, and obviously with our, our role, there's there's always so much going on and it's not like you're – and I'm not saying you would ever claim five minutes back, but you, you never do. <laughs> I you know, dare like, you. You know, yeah, good luck. Oh. <laughs> but you never do, right? You always I start logging my lunchbox, blocking it out for every day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, and it's, it's interesting too. Like I went, I was on annual leave um, a couple of weeks ago um, and it was probably uh, a silly time to take annual leave. Let's, let's, put, let's be fair. Um, and I took my work phone up to the hotel with me and I was absolutely still working when I was on annual leave and you kind of you know I think towards the end of that week when you know things that were out with my control I couldn't do anything anymore I started to really relax and that was great but I think um what is on us in terms of our work-life balance but also what's on the expectations because I was reading an article in LinkedIn recently that said you know actually employers from working from home employers are also um expecting a lot more um done which I thought was also quite an interesting point of view because you don't no longer you no longer have the travel time so you know you start at eight kind of thing and you've got you like for myself it's a 45 minute commute to head office what am I going to do in that 45 minutes I'm usually traveling right so should I take that into my work time? Yeah, it was a very interesting little read um, in terms of that. So yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, by, by doing that, it, it adds that extra level of, of stress. But then you get FOMO. That's the problem. Like I take a week off and I have serious FOMO about what is going on. What am I missing out on? Um, like everything and that's always been me this isn't a new thing this is a pre-kids thing uh, you know post having humans different types of roles I like to check in I like to know what's going on and I think we can all honestly say right that you know the people that you put the people we work with you know a kind of family right so you actually you know you miss those people as well Mm. so touching base is sort of it's important for mental health as well because I'd actually go bonkers, I think, That's if fair. I didn't know what was going on. That's fair. You know, we, we talk a lot about, uh, we have been talking a lot rather about um, how, you know, not being able to put the work aside can, you know, negatively impact us. And I was doing some reading. Did you guys know that there's actually two types of stress? No. Parenting stress. Yeah. Yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Well, life stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, Carmel's got 18 different types before. of stress. Um, yeah, so there's two types of stress. So one is you stress, which is EU stress. 
and the other is distress. So eustress is a stress that has a positive effect on you. So like, you know, an upcoming deadline or, you know, something that energizes and motivates you. Um, uh, like, you know, that nervous anticipation you get when you're about to, you know, go over the edge of a, um, like a roller coaster. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's still like, you know, a bit of a panicky stress on your body. Um, so that's eustress, um, you know, making a huge purchase. Like it's, it's still a bit daunting, you know, like buying a house or moving or getting married or something like that. Um, That's all you stress. So very positive. Distress is stress that negatively affects you. So like um, a a loss of control or not being able to take a break to recharge. So too much distress can actually lead to burnout. And I think we use the term burnout a little bit flippantly, um, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's, it's actually pretty serious. So, um, burnout can look like emotional exhaustion, um, cynicism, or, and this is a scary one, um, particularly, you know, in, in the parent sphere, um, the inability to emotionally care about others. Mm, So let that sink in for a sec. That's Mm. not so good. Yeah. So um, it's characterized by feeling like you are, quote unquote, going through the motions with people you love. So, you know, if you find yourself just, you know, you get up, you get dressed, you make the breakfast, you take them to school and there's no like, you know, at least some positive interaction like talking about, you know, oh, what do you want to wear to school today? And who do you think is going to be at school? And what kind of games do you think you're going to play? Like even even just that small, um, you know, ability to give a damn really about yeah. about your about your kid. Um, if if you're finding yourself, um, you know, in that mindset, then that's when it's really important to take a minute and self evaluate because you might be experiencing burnout and as hell as unhealthy as that is for the person experiencing the burnout, mm-hmm. like, you know, imagine the negative impact that that's going to have on your kid, you know, being mm-hmm. able, uh, mm-hmm. unable rather to have that emotional connection with them, even if it's just small and brief, right? It's, it's a bit scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was also reading an article, and this is going to sound super pretentious, so I'm sorry, um, in the Harvard Business Review. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan already. <laughs> Get all my quotes from you the wanker. HBR. <laughs> Did you just call me a wanker? <laughs> yeah, I deserve that. Um, so um, they talked about a work-life balance being a cycle and not like a destination or an achievement. Um, And they talked about having to um, continuously engage in this cycle process as our circumstances and our priorities evolve. So it's not like, you know, one of those one and done fixes. Um, We need to be able to take even just five minutes once a week and reflect um, just to make sure that like if, if there is an imbalance, then we can either catch it or just acknowledge it, you know? Cause like I'm still on maternity leave, but you guys were telling me that like, you've got this crazy week uh, coming up um, Mm -hmm. with a lot of meetings, a lot of uh, training sessions, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, that's going to take up not just your, your, you know, time potentially like out of normal work hours, but it's also going to take up a ton of brain space, Mm -hmm. you know, all the brain space, all the brain space. Yeah. All All the brain space. Yeah. And I think, you know, having that understanding that, you know, this is going to take brain space away from Mm -hmm. other positive things in my life, but 
I'm going to make up for it by, you know, scheduling this or, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm the one that does the bedtime routine so that I can get mm-hmm. that quality good time with yeah. me. I, like, I don't know, how, however you guys, <laughs> however you guys do it, you know? I go for that run in the morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And yeah. that's a big thing I, I've noticed over the last sort of three or four months with, you know, especially working from home mm-hmm. is take advantage. If, it, if it's not raining, uh, I get out and I will go for a walk. If I haven't got a meeting in the morning, I will get out and I will go for a walk. And if I have to, you know, I, I've made those times where I've gone, cool, I need to call this person to discuss this. I'm going to do it while I'm on my walk. Mm. And I've actually, and I've done that quite a few times. And I, I know um, I often do it with um, our boss, actually. Nice. You know, we'll have we'll have a scheduled meeting and be like, shall we make it a walking meeting? Absolutely. Great. So, you know, in go the earbuds, phone goes in the pocket and off I go for a walk for half an hour and, you know, I, I love think getting that, outside is great. I, yeah. I love that you guys are both taking a walk, but you're yeah. in completely different states. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like yes. that's just, it's so wonderful, right? You know, you get that adrenaline pumping. I mean, you know, it's a walk, so it's not like, you know, you're you're in a marathon or anything, but you, blood's moving around. You're and, out. Yes. Yeah, you're outside oh, of fresh the walls. Air. So yep. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, totally agree. Um, which yeah. actually brings me to my next point. What can we do to make sure that our work remains important, but time for yourself and your family are of equal importance? So, um, Barbara, you mentioned the whole saying no. And, mm. you know, so I, I think that that's just so freaking important, you know, creating those <laughs> yeah. boundaries yeah, and just going, uh, this is too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah for and, sure. And being vulnerable, you know, having that ability to go, I I can't handle this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I need to I need to give this back because if you want my best, this will f- stop me from being my best. Yeah, setting those expectations. Um we talk about that quite a lot and but actually doing it I think is different and it's hard, right? Week on week, day on day, everything's so different and different things pop up and, but you've just got to have those, okay, these are my, these are my guidelines and these are my, you know, I can stay Boundaries. at work until, yep, I can stay at work until 4.30, but then, you know, I have to go and pick up my child from daycare and it's an hour back, like, and if I leave any later because I've got all these other things and I'm not going to be able to do that and then bath her and then, you know, we read her books, um, at the moment, there's seven of them, um, you know, every single night. <laughs> that's a, that's another episode. Um, but yeah, like, you know, but, you know, it's so important to have. Let's the, do a whole episode reading. on bedtime. Yeah. Right? <laughs> bedtime is definitely. A, but, you know, that's that is the only time that we we actually are able to spend with our, our little girl at the moment, you know, is because we're we leave the house at seven. We're back at the house at six you know, yeah. because we both work full time and um, that's Monday to Friday. And, and you know, I you get that mum guilt or you get the parent guilt where you go, holy mother, that's such a huge amount of time that I'm not spending with her. But also you kind of go, but by me working and by my partner working, we're, you know, getting money to be able to do those fun things and buy those seven books. And, you know, <laughs> um, it's kind of, yeah, like, that's the other thing. That's the other side of the coin too, is you work to, to make money. That's, that's the reason you work to be able to then provide um, those things for your kids. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, hence the term balance, right? Like, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you have I think to it's be also to important that. to take it back too, right? So if you go, you know, I understand I have this massive deadline and I have to get this done and I'm going to, you know, and it, it's happened 
you know, we've worked till you know, stupid o'clock, well past when we're supposed yeah, to work. Yeah, I've seen Barbara's right? screenshot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't mm-hmm. just, that's mm. nuts. <laughs> That's also a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's a different conversation again. I think it's really important. Like, you know, there's been those those few nights where it's been, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night because, and so easy because we can we have the ability yeah. to work from home. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to take time back, whether it be, you know what, the next day I'm going to take an hour for lunch and then I'm going to go for a run in the afternoon. It's a matter of making sure that the time that was my time, I still get. Yeah. Because nice. my time's super important, that especially at the end of the day, if I don't have that wind down, mm-hmm. like, definitely you can't you can't sleep, right? So if you work till you know nine or ten o'clock at night, your body still needs that good hour or so to wind down before it'll go to sleep. So yeah, yeah. I need my time. And, and you know, Carol, that's really interesting as well, because we've been talking about, you know, that balance and, and spending that time with our family and stuff. But actually what we haven't really touched on is the fact that you need you time too, right? Yeah. Like you need that time where you're not having to think about work, but, and this sounds mm-hmm. terrible, but you're not having to concentrate on looking after a two-year-old that's running around and you're not having to yep. cook dinner for, for your partner or your mom or your whoever. Like you yep. can literally just have that 20 minute, 30 minute time where it's just... I used to say it all the time. I lived quite far away um, before I purchased the place that I'm in now, and I was driving seventy k to get to get to work. And everyone's like, "How do you do that?" And it's like, you know what? That time in the car Mm. is a time where I'm no one's mum, yeah, no one's boss. I'm no one's partner. I don't answer to anyone. It is the only time of the day where it's just me and I yep. listen to music or I listen to my podcast or whatever but that was that was you need that time mm. where you kind of it, it's a terrible thing to say but you need time where you're not accountable to anyone yeah, yeah. but yourself completely Absolutely. yeah yeah I mean that that just refers back to our self-care episode right yeah mm. absolutely yeah. yeah you know what we also haven't touched on is um hobbies you know yeah I've, I I don't know about you guys, but I used to have them. <laughs> <laughs> I found them again. Oh, good. Okay. Um, T minus eleven years ago. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I found I found them when 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 everyone went on to stand down, and we had a nice big and my nice big break. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, last year, you know, when the whole country went into lockdown in a post to don't get me started. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I found them again because for the first time in my life I didn't have work or responsibilities or have to get up and go anywhere mm. um and I did and I rediscovered that I enjoyed painting very much oh nice have yeah, I done good. it since no <laughs> ah so we need to Carmel needs to find the balance I do yeah we need do you guys to- have hobbies Oh, back in the day. <laughs> How do you think I learned all the words to Gangster's Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> I, think they, I think they change as we get older too, right? Because like, mm. you know, I, I did a lot of like theater, you know, community theater stuff. And mm. as much as I would love to do it now, the the schedules for rehearsals are unpredictable. And, you know, it's community theater. So you don't mm. have an understudy. So if if my kid gets sick, yeah. you know, yeah. tough yeah. cookies, man. It's, a, it's actually quite a big commitment. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah, I, I might do it again once the kids are older, a little bit more self-sufficient. But, 
Yeah. Um, you know what I've been, okay, this is going to make me sound so old lady, but <laughs> I really like cross stitching. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like, it's you know, with it. yeah. Yeah. Yep. The, the, the tiny, teeny tiny little X's yeah. that, mm -hmm. that make up a big picture. And I've, I've cross stitched, uh, my husband and my eldest son, uh, Christmas stockings, but oh. yeah, but I don't have one for baby J yet. So I'm, you're I'm going to have to. Yeah, because it took me three years to stitch oh. the last one. So yeah. you might want to start it's... like three years ago then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> practice makes perfect. Yeah. Um, you've yeah. had plenty of practice now. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because they're about, was... it's about two to 300 hours to actually complete one of those things. So wow. yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a time commitment involved. So that's why it takes so <laughs> many years. I mean, yeah. doing Lego is 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 still a hobby of mine but at least some cross stitch is cool because you can still sit on the couch and watch mm -hmm. tv and and just sit in your little world and do it oh yeah See, that's i've got the a fancy hobby setup. i need i yeah. used to draw when i was sat on the couch but i don't do that anymore you either. should do that again Grab yourself yeah, I just, a, an art pad now that you're not in lockdown <laughs> yeah I, well, yes, on Friday. Do I get, yep. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Oh, well, technically yeah. we're pre-recording this, so at the time of air. <laughs> so three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I very much should. I very, very much should. Oh. Well, why don't we take this opportunity to pass this off to our listeners as well? Um, what kind of things do you do uh, to make sure that your work remains important, but find time to balance yourself, your own personal needs, those of your family, et cetera, et cetera? Um, we'd love to hear what kind of strategies you use. So please make sure to hit us up on um, our social media pages. Um, ladies, we have run out of time. So um, we're going to have to wrap it up for today. It was really, really interesting talking about this subject with you. I'm, I'm very, very, um, I feel a little bit more clear as well. So I think once I'm off mat leave, hopefully based on this conversation, um, it won't be just this wild walk of panic and, and chaos yeah. <laughs> when I come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, let's finish up there. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as subscribing to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. We'll see everyone next week. Bye. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye.